this episode. Burn them all. Batman vs. Superman. Director's cut Bill Plotos. Did it. Also, we're all addicted to Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian. And I'm Justin. This is the Spoiler Talk Podcast. Oh my god, how long has it been, fellows? Years. Yes. I'm not hearing an echo on my side. Yeah, I heard it doing an intro. It kind of scared me. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? I'm hearing a little bit of an echo. Wait, not anymore. Okay. I'm good. It'll go away. It's Justin, all, it's all better re- now. You didn't read the show notes carefully. No, I did. I did read them. <laughs> I did read them Brian threw a little something extra in there for you. I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that, Brian. Um, what? Yeah. I'm up to your tricks. Uh, it's been a while since we've done an episode, because everyone's been super busy. <laughs> uh, it would have been like two, three weeks or something like that? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Not saying I've been counting. Oh, but you but just did. That, yeah, hold a little grudge. Let's get to it, guys. Yeah, no, we still haven't talked about the Game of Thrones finale. Current events, you know. We're, we are current on the Spoiler Talk <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it wasn't like Spoilers Today talk podcast. It's no. just spoilers in general. We could spoil anything. We could spoil the end of Sixth Sense, you know? Yes. Oh, I've been watching Twin Peaks. You want me to spoil that Okay, for no, you? no, back to Game of Thrones. Back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> also, Twin Peaks is really good. You should watch it. Back to Game of Thrones. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of stuff that happened in this episode. Yeah, no. um, really, we're trying. We get uh, laying down a lot of pipe for uh, next season and wrapping everything up and mm-hmm. getting rid of a lot of ancillary characters they don't need anymore, as we uh, saw in the opening scene. Of, uh, we've got. I guess, I guess we're going to start with King's Landing first. Yeah, why not? Um, how do you all felt um, about? how they framed th- that entire scene. Like, it was very much a subdued... And up until the end, like, the, the whole, like, um, build-up to it was very um, slow and methodical. I really liked uh, it. Very introspective. Uh, how do you all think that that was uh, played out? I really liked it. Um, it was it was a really good, like, slow burn, like a slow burn fuse, re- ready to go off. And, all right, um, all right, all right, fine. Yeah, I know, right? But, like, for real, it was, because everything was going slow, like, we we weren't really know what, uh, we didn't really know what was going on fully, you know, um, uh, like, the whole, the whole scene with, uh, the mountain coming in and stopping, uh, the king from going to the... Tommen? Yeah, yeah, Tommen, I couldn't think of his name. Um, but stopping him, was just like, oh, what's going on? And I didn't think about, like, just her not wanting him to be there. I was like, oh my god, is she going to kill her son? That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, she's really kind of gone off the rails. <laughs> like, I, I, I really didn't know what was going on until, like, you know, we saw all the wildfire under the thing and the flame burning out. It was great. Um, this is Marjorie's dead, and I'm super sad. That's the only sad thing about the whole thing for me. Yeah, yeah, that was I guess as far as all the deaths in in that explosion, 
hers is the one that I kind of uh, am more remorseful about because she had such a great character and they kind mm-hmm. of played her up as like having this bigger role. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously in Game of Thrones, anyone can die and they can die at the drop of a hat. So, yeah. um, you know, that, yeah, that whole, like you said, when, when uh, the hound, not the hound, when the mountain stopped Tommen from leaving, I was like, oh man, you know, she's either completely lost her shit. Yeah, I didn't know uh, what was going on with that. But But the way they did it, was more in line with her character because she is very much um, the only thing keeping her kind of grounded in this world as far as her sanity is her children. And so it kind of makes sense that she would keep him from harm. Um, obviously, it didn't work out the best for him as far as his, his, his psyche. <laughs> and went, all that right, Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Brian, what did you think? It was freaking awesome. Well, um, did you um, Did you guys like the High Sparrow? No. I know, I hated him, and I thought so that was really that satisfying. Was, like, first one to get, like, caught in all that was made you guys feel pretty good, huh? Yeah, no, it was super satisfying, but also yeah, sad because I really didn't want... Feel like he was... Oh, you can go, you can go. Oh, I was, I was just saying it was super satisfying because I loved seeing him go, but I didn't like seeing Marjorie go at the same time because she's one of my favorites, and Ice Sparrow is one of my guys I hate, but, like... Yeah, he was, um, I mean... If if I didn't have a four year old uh, sleeping at the time, I would have stood up and cheered very loudly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I no, I, I those who listened to the morning stream, there was a com- the um, hotline Monday. Mm-hmm. There was a question as to who was holding Marjorie back when she was trying to leave. Mm-hmm. Was it the the high that was it the faith militant or was it Cersei's men who were there? Um, they were had a confusion as to who was the one keeping her from leaving. I think some people thought it was Cersei's men, and they just kind of sacrificed themselves or were wow. sacrificed for that. Um, I thought it, I when I first saw it, I I just assumed it was the Faith Militant that were just keeping people in. Yeah, no, that's what I totally. Thought. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Too. Yeah, it was just keeping people in from leaving the, just the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the, the um the Septon of Baylor or something like that. Yeah, just yeah, just uh, keeping them in while this whole thing is going on. You know, well, it's funny because that whole dynamic with the High Sparrow that, um, you know, that Cersei was going to come be brought to justice and that, you know, his his kind of faith and that everything would kind of be worked out, that, that justice would be justice would be served. And then Marjorie kind of coming out of her, you know, kind of showing that she's not actually kind of like, you know, screw your your gods or whatever. Cersei's smarter than you. Like she, there's something else going on mm-hmm. and kind of that backlash. And so the high sparrow kind of having his moment of, of uh, his crisis of faith or his little, that little doubt in his face right before, you know, oh, the building shit, moment. Yeah, yeah. Like he realizes that, you know, Cersei's not an idiot and she's not going to, you know, go there at all <laughs> after what they did to her already. So yeah, it, it's really, the acting was just really well done. Uh, Ramin uh, Jawadi, I think that's the composer's name. Uh, the whole new, though, the winds of winter theme mm-hmm. that the, that's a new one. Um, was really well placed and just kind of its build up. And um, who was the guy who got the old dude? He got stabbed. Uh, Quiburn, or not Quiburn? Uh, Pycelle. Master Pycelle. That his death was at the end of a Dance with Dragons. So his death is actually so is earlier in the books, but they moved it later Didn't for the TV series. By in the book? No, he was killed by like little kids and stuff. Oh, anyway. So same yeah. way. Yeah, he's but he's it's done like he's like up in a tower somewhere, um, and um, what's his face um, the um, the eunuch what's his name? Gosh, I'm blanking all these names today. Varys. 
Uh, Varys. He's like he's a present at that. Um, so yeah, he's he's come back to kind of pave the way for Daenerys. Um, so yeah, kind of a lot of mixture of the book plot themes in the the show. Uh, I thought it was really well done. Yeah, great way to open a show. Yeah, for sure. Kind of hard to top too, but they did it. I mean, the the whole the whole sh- the whole last episode kind of crescendoed up till you know the end of. Uh, not want to jump to the end, but uh, yeah, great way to open it. Um, any more thoughts in King's Landing? Uh, oh, you want to talk about Tommen? I, oh, were you yeah. all surprised by him by his death? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was really well shot. You saw it coming. Yeah. It's um, going to fulfill that prophecy that Maggie the Frog told her, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember exactly what the, the prophecy was. The I guess Cersei's three kids were going to die before she did. Yeah. And the new queen was going to come and take Cersei's place. And that queen that we thought it was going to be was going to be Marjorie, but we, she's dead now, so it has, has to be Daenerys. Hmm. True. Yep. Yeah, but like it was, you know, they kind of had that that the camera kind of focused on the window as he like took his crown off and walked away like, Oh, this is going to cut to another scene. And then you see him just walk back up. It was no great. pause whatsoever. Just kind of jump out the window. It was really great. Yeah. Him go- just going and setting down his crown and just stepping up, just jumping right up. I thought that whole scene was great. Yeah. And you already said you didn't like Tom. And so I mean, you yeah, know. no, I- everyone knows that I did not like Tom. <laughs> uh, now you know why they call it King's Landing. <laughs> Brian already made that joke, Jared. Come oh on. man! Well, not on this show. <laughs> no, he did earlier. Oh really, man? I wasn't yeah. paying attention. <laughs> Shit! I'm stealing people's jokes now. Um. So, what was the next scene? Uh, I think it was at the twins. With yeah. um, what's the guy's name? The phrase. Yeah, the phrase. Walter, Walter Frey. Yeah, they were celebrating the um. Their victory of getting the, the Blackfish out. Yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't see that one coming. This, this whole episode, the one thing I, I was, I know why they did it because they had to, they had to compress a lot of stuff, but it was a lot of timing of, of all the scenes. So it didn't seem like everything took place at the same time. They kind of jumped around in yeah. time period. So, um, Arya already being back, uh, mm-hmm. in, in Westeros. Um, and, uh, what was it? Um, like it's, it seems like various is teleporting almost because he's at one place super far away. Then he's back with Daenerys. So it's, you know, it seems like time is passing a lot in this one episode. Right. And so they they don't really like uh, uh, directly tell you that's happening. This kind of, you know, you assume that it's it's happening, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so she's back and already staked out the phrase and knew how to, I mean, she already chopped up all his sons and yes. put them in pies and stuff. And, um, but that was, that was a great scene, but it foreshadows a lot of things that could happen in the last season that I'm a little, a little worried about. Like what? What um, does it foreshadow? So her whole training, like she, in this entire series and throughout the book, she's had this list of people that she wants to kill that get revenge on who like killed her father and stuff like that. So Circe is on her list. Yes. Um, the Hound was on her list. Um, I think the Mountain was on her list. Um, and so Walder Frey was on that list as well. And so um, she now has the the ability and the tools to now take her revenge out on everybody. 
and with her killing of um, the waif, that she has the um, constitution to cut the face off another person and stick it on a, you know, whatever, a, a mannequin head. Mm-hmm. Um, she now is on this tipping point where she could be a force for good or just completely become, I mean, everyone in this show has kind of skeletons in her closet. She could get in the way or um, become what's, you know, an evil character if she doesn't kind of keep her, her mission in check. So, um, you know, and the reason why I say this, because when she killed Walter Frey, she had that, you know, she was gleeful about killing this person. Yeah. And, you know, you can understand that just because of what he did to her family. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that, that there, she's at a tipping point right now. So she can go one way or the other. She can go really evil or she can kind of just that be her revenge and let it go. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'd like to see her as like an evil character in the show. Oh, she'd be great. I mean, her character itself, I mean, it really lends itself to that, but it's kind of like, you don't want to see this character fall from grace. Um, cause she had this kind of huge uphill battle, the entire series, you know, coming from this little girl and, you know, just kind of being this, um, kind of going against the grain of society and, you know, fighting her way through everything. Um, Quick question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do you guys think she's going now? Is she going back to Winterfell or did she sneak off with Jamie to get go back to King's Landing? Being that Cersei's on the list. I I don't know, because she could either she either can get a uh, wind of that um either the hound, if she finds it he I don't think she knows he's alive, but no. she'll know that Jon Snow's alive and Sans is alive. She could go there or I think I think Cersei would be her next um next person. I think so. that that'd probably be her like her last like goal because right. you know Cersei is now the queen you know which happens later in the episode um, she seems more like an end boss to me. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like who's gonna who's gonna take out Cersei? Is it gonna be Daenerys or is it gonna be you know some other way that it goes? I mean, it seems like uh, um, Cersei and Daenerys would be like the final fight, you know, taking over King's Landing. But yeah. you know, that's assuming I know the end of the story, which know could end up not happening at all yeah you guys want to talk theories real quick sure theories throw them out there well uh, let me just say after this episode i believe every theory that the fans come up with because they call that wildfire thing with (laughs) except with baylor they -hmm. call this another scene that john was in fact rhaegar's son and liana's son Mm -hmm. which may have been obvious and another theory that they come up with is and i think this would be pretty cool Jamie in the end game is going to kill Cersei. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, I mean that's uh, jumping to the end of the episode. But yeah, I, I had some thoughts on that. I mean, his whole—I I think I heard—I think it was on um, Hotline Monday. It was the idea that you know Jamie took it, killed one king because of the wildfire and what mm-hmm. he was willing to do with it. And Cersei went ahead and did. A kind of focused version of what the Mad King did or wanted to do was to, was to burn the whole city down. Right. And, you know, he now is looking at his sister either like, okay, my, all my children are dead. Um, and the person that I, I thought I loved is now kind of gone crazy. Like mm-hmm. they, they used this weapon that I thought that would never be used again. Um, so yeah, you may be right. You may, it may, history may repeat itself with, uh, seriously. I hadn't thought about that. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. It'd be the Queen Slayer. Yeah. 
should be the the monarch slayer this can cap <laughs> encompass everything yeah his his face when he looked at her there's there's a lot of emotion that yeah. it was kind of buried in that that look that he gave her um she didn't seem too thrilled to see him uh, <laughs> she was just like yeah i got it you know after all this time i just had to blow up half my city to do it like, I don't know if it's more of, like, him realizing that Tommen is dead and him being, like, kind of hurt by that, or just him seeing her on the throne that he's bothered by. I, re- I really don't know. I think I it think was... might be all, all of that, including, you know, her blowing up the set with Baylor, killing all those people. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, her doing all of that to get to where she is, is what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. I mean, he—he, he, I think, he, in the back of his mind, he had to assume that she would take drastic measures in order to control the High Sparrow and the Faith Militant and Tommen. But I don't think he ever thought that she would go that far. Like, I, I'm obviously someone would have told him that you know Tommen killed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he can put the pieces together that you know Cersei is is somewhat responsible for Tommen's death because she wasn't there at the time that it happened to comfort him and to kind of be that, you know, that comfort to him right. after all of his, you know, his wife and his uh, faith was essentially destroyed. Um, so, you know, he can put the pieces together. He's not an idiot. And he's a really smart character that, um, you know, he can see where Cersei's going right now, that she's a little bit, she's pretty unhinged right now. Um, yep. All right. Then we'll move on from there. Okay. Where to next? Old- there's Old Town. Ah, so Sam and Gilly finally get to the big library place. Yeah, it was a really quick, uh, yeah, quick scene. It was really small. pretty cool. Yeah, um, I haven't gone back and looked at it, but is that chandelier type thing yep. actually yeah, in the intro? Is it the thing? Okay, yeah. I haven't gone back and watched it, and I, I need to do that. But that's what I oh, keep really? hearing. Yeah, yeah. I need to look that. Yeah, One so because like when he goes in. And, you know, and the, everything, all these books are in there, and then um, there's this big, like, chandelier-type thing in the middle, and everyone's saying that it's the, like, the big thing from the, the intro to the show. Uh, you guys want to talk theories again? Bring up your theories, Brian. No, nah, this isn't a theory. This is like, cause dude, I swear, after this episode, I believe every bad theory that it come up with now. Mm-hmm. And they're basically saying how... Sam is going to be the savior of the whole series because remember, um, going back to season five when Stannis told Sam that they have a bunch of dragon clap, dragon glass, and I forgot that place that it's called. As Stannis was at when you first meet him, and you know what, you know what kills White Walkers? Dragon, dragon glass. glass. What? What? Where? I don't remember that conversation that they had. It was in season five. It was like when they were talking at the wall hmm. in that library. I was looking at it yesterday. I was like, "Oh, wow!" And they're like, "Sam is gonna." There's like, "Sam is gonna read something in those books, and he's gonna like figure out." Oh, oh wait, what was that? I don't know. What was that? I, I just <laughs> sent you all something. Yeah. So this, <laughs> yeah, uh, so this is a link to the connection between the opening and the chandelier in the Citadel. Mm-hmm. Also, the guy, the acolyte or whatever who was at the desk with the little, like, uh, magnifiers. Mm-hmm. That's also in the opening credits when it kind of, when it zooms in on the uh, the different locations. Ah. Like, that's that little, like, flippy 
magnifier that he has up over his eyes. So if you take a look at that, you'll see it's pretty cool. I didn't, I did not catch it at all during the watching. Um, It's called an astrolabe. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I was, I was just like, okay, this is just kind of like a, just a throwaway scene to uh, show us. I mean, that, that makes me think that his Sam and Gilly, like that whole thing is going to be a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. More important than. Yeah. Yeah, He's going to be the savior. I don't know if he's going to be the savior. Dude, that's what they're saying. They're, they're like, <laughs> that's what the people are saying, and I'm going with it. Dude. He's he's a third dragon rider. <laughs> no, he's, he's the savior. He's everything. Yeah. Sam is a Targaryen, obviously. No, he's not. No, don't take that. <laughs> All the fan theories are right. Yep. Uh, so that's not a theory. I am a fan, and that is my theory. No, no, that's another <laughs> popular theory, dude. <laughs> Um, all, right, all right, what happened next? Winterfell. Yeah, stuff that happened in Winterfell. Um, I thought Melisandre was going to die this episode. I didn't think so. Well, I mean, considering what Davos went through and his relationship to what's her beak, um, mm-hmm. Shireen, uh, I thought that he was going to be more aggressive, uh, mm-hmm. but his, his character is a lot more... He, 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 his character respects the justice of, you know, of the legal proceedings or whatever. So if she was going to hang for her or die, that she would be tried for it. Um, mm-hmm. Not kind of one to just go in and cut someone down Yeah, no, uh, based on his emotions. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she she was fighting to stay with Jon Snow. And I'm glad that Jon Snow did what he did because, you know, it all kind of fell on his shoulders. What kind of leader would he would be? Would he be one that just went out for blood? Or if he was one that was was just, and so I think sending her out in the cold might have been uh, just as bad as you know killing her. But she's got magic, so who knows? Yeah, no. She'll end up somewhere with some other character. Yeah. And... Want to talk theories again? Okay, bring up your theory, Brian. Basically, what's going to happen with? I know, I know. Basically, what's going to happen with Melisandre? Whatever her name is, she's going to bubble brotherhood with Banners Bannon. They're heading north, and they believe in the same god, the god of what's it called again? The fire, whatever that fire god name, man. Mm-hmm. They believe in that. The Lord of Light. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for not being a fucking nerd. But, uh, uh, Roll. Oh, excuse Roll. me, Brian. <laughs> Her, the yeah. god's name is Roll, I think, like that, or something like that. Yeah. They're going to meet up with them. Or she's going to meet up with them. Which would okay. be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be interesting. But, Makes sense. Um, something I heard, isn't she's on Argus' list, too? Yes, she is. Um, she is? What for? I think she something is. Has, something she... had to do with um, what was Robert Baratheon's bastard name? That's still in that boat rowing to this day. Gendry, yeah, that's his name. Gendry. Don't actually hire him. No, he's 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 out he's out of the show. Yeah, what are you fucking nerd? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because she she did she like like humped him or whatever and got his man seat or whatever. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Arya's... Let's go to the internet and find out Arya's list. Arya's list. Uh, There's a t-shirt. Who's on Ar- PopSugar.com. Who's on Arya's list of Game of Thrones? Joffrey, Cersei, Walter Frey, Marin Trant, Tywin Lannister, the Red Woman, Barry... That's her! Yeah, I know that's her. <laughs> yeah, man, Bar- Barrick Don... Donner, I don't know who that is. That's the guy. That's a, he's he's with the brotherhood of the banners with the um, uh, eye patch over his head. Oh, why uh, is he on her list? 
I don't. I need to like rewatch he, some. Episodes. He ran into that. I mean, because they let um the hound go after his, but he did something else. I don't know. But yeah, he's wow. Yeah, I mean, he, she may go after them first, actually. Wow. Yeah. Because she's she's in the area. Hmm. Uh, Thoros of Mir. I don't remember who that is. Uh, I think he's also in the Brotherhood. Thoros. Uh, yeah. Ilan Payne. That was the the the. <laughs> Egg, egg. The guy who cut off Ned's Yes, head. that. Uh, the Mountain and the Hound. And we know them. I don't think she wants to try to mountain at this point. <laughs> ah. The Mountain is already dead. Mountain is crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, he's undead, so. Oh, can we go, can we go back to King's Landing real quick? I have sure. a quest. I have a question. Um, so that really like creepy torturing scene with the nun and Cersei. What was going on with the mountain? Because I really what did, didn't. You mean what did he do to her? Or what? Yeah, what did he do to her? Oh, did he rape her, man? That, that okay. So that's what I thought too, but it just yeah. seemed weird because he's like a zombie, and I didn't really think like I don't know that just it didn't click with me. I didn't uh, get that. I thought that like. That's what I like. Um, that's what I thought. Kind of, they were going for. But so, I don't. Yeah, I didn't get. Only reason why I got episode. that. Oh, what you about to say, Derek? Well, I didn't. I, didn't, I mean, that's not what I. When I saw it, I didn't get it. From that. I thought that you know, like her screaming when she was closing the door. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was like her, like freaked out by this horrific face. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't didn't think that. But he, he was, was taking taking off his armor, wasn't he? Yeah, oh. dude. And- he is known to rape people. Yeah, yeah, that was a yeah, big he's thing. Like a zombie now. Yeah, and that's what that's what. Stopping the fucking mountain. Well, that's what was throwing me off was like, because I didn't really know what was going on because he is like undead zombie dude, and I I don't know do undead zombie dudes do that? I don't know. Well, I mean, if Wikipedia is the authority on anything, it just says that um that she was being tortured by Sir Gregor Clegane. Okay, tortured. Okay. Well, let's yeah. leave it at that. I just, I, I, I was confused by that scene. All right. All right. <laughs> um, and also in Winterfell, I, I know we, we kind of like, um, but Dude, like, did you guys think Peter Bayless dropped the ball? In like what way? By telling Sansa his plans like that in the open. Now that she knows what he wants to do. Nah, she. I mean, she knows what he wants to do. Like, yeah, I don't think it was very smart. Do. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think Peter went up there with the intention of having Jon Snow be king of the North. Oh, Bell, which he owns. Yep. Following no, him, I don't think he wanted. No, that, he wanted Sansa to be um, considered uh, queen yeah. of the North. I guess you would say. But and that's another question I wanted to ask you guys. Do you think? Do you think we'll see some kind of rivalry between Sansa and John? Because I, I kind of got a little bit of feeling of like contempt from Sansa when they all proclaimed him as king. You know, did anyone else feel as that? much as I don't want to? I kind of think so in a way. Yeah. Remember when John first got revived, he wasn't even thinking about getting the Winterfell. He said he's going like down south somewhere. Yeah. The thought wasn't in his head until you know Sansa told him like you know mm-hmm. this is our home. We got to take it back. And he's getting all the credit for it. Like what the guy said, Jon Snow avenged the Red Wedding. You know, it's like, really? yeah. And that look she gave Peter at the end of it. Yeah, that's. Said, oh, man. 
Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm kind of feeling oh. from her, is that she's feeling a little bit, like, hurt by, like, not getting that kind of recognition that she should be getting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I got that, too. I mean, because even Jon Snow wanted her to kind of take it, because she yeah. has the pure blood line. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just with the the, the, and the uh, excited mob of people wanted him to be king, just kind of yeah. everything fell into place, so... Um, we'll see how that that turns out. That'll be interesting if there's kind of a battle amongst themselves. Um, she may go with Peter because I mean she's she's kind of playing the the game now. I mean she was back when she um, first was talking with Peter. So you know now that she knows that he wants the throne, she may want to move up with him. Yeah, quite possibly. He dropped the ball to me. <laughs> I, don't I don't think he did. He fucking dropped the ball. Yeah, he fucking dropped the ball, dude. You let the bastard take everything over. <laughs> and speaking of that, did what? you guys know? Did you did you guys know that that was Rhaegar's son, John? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was that was the theory, right? Um, dude, and it came to life. Dude. I'm yeah. telling you, these nerds know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's been a fan theory, even like since the books have been out. That like, no, I mean, it more so when the last couple books came out, but like the pieces were coming together that, um. Jon Snow was not who people thought he was, uh, that he wasn't just a bastard son of, of Ned. Um, and the whole, the, some, I mean, some people think that it's not just Rhaegar's, but it actually might be the Mad King's, uh, illegitimate son. It just, he may have raped Lyanna. Uh, there's that, there's some other fan theories for you, Brian, if you want to. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't see the, that. The next big theory that they're saying is that Rhaegar and Lyanna got married in private, and that gives Jon, um, like, Leeway to the throne. I'm like, oh man. Well, like if that happens, I I wouldn't like that, but that would be a pretty interesting plot. Well, the whole thing was like, um, Robert wanted everyone to think like uh, she was kidnapped. Yeah, kidnapped and raped. Yeah, kidnapped and raped was like all he was saying. But like she ran off with him because apparently they they loved each other. Like they yeah. were having an affair. Like is the real thing. Um, is that's what I've been reading online, but we haven't really seen that in the show. Yeah. Um. So I'd like to see that kind of come out more in the show. Um, oh, so you would like the secret marriage? No. Well, like because the whole thing with Robert, you know, was just like he led this whole rebellion because like Rhaegar Rhaegar stole Lyanna away from him. But she like, but I think there's more to it than that. Like what like a lot of people are saying, and I'd like to see that maybe through Bran's visions. Uh. Um. So um, he'll know that um, John's um, lineage is kind of like, I don't know, more, what's the right word I'm th- looking for? I'm like losing legitimate. all my, yeah, more legitimate. That's right. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, it, it, even it, like, I keep going back, to the, I keep going back to the book, so I apologize. So like, Rhaegar is always uh, in like the history when they talk about it is always perceived as, or, or is told to be a very handsome man. Like he was well sought after, you know, whoever married him was like so lucky because he was like the most handsome person ever. So, um, and Robert, you know, loved Liana, but she was given to Rhaegar just because of the whole royalty marriage thing. Um, and so it makes sense that he would fabricate this war to get her back. But then that the actual actuality of the situation was that she was in love with Rhaegar mm-hmm. and that if R- Robert knew that her son was Rhaegar's, that he would kill the child because he was trying mm-hmm. to take out all the Targaryens. Right. 
um, well, I guess he didn't fabricate everything. It was mainly because the Mad King was fucking crazy, but um, it was kind of like the icing on the cake mm-hmm. of um, taking out Rhaegar. Um, yeah, it's a lot of. I, I really want to see little how piece, they resolve all piece. that. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Also, Don't, the Mad King called for Ned Stark and Robert's head too, so they kind of didn't have no choice but to go to war. True. Yeah. Hey, we got back to Dorne in this no, episode. No, we did. But uh, Lady Olena was there, so it made it better. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she was salty as ever, which was great yeah. about her character. But um, now that kind of brings Dorne into now uh, alignment with uh, Daenerys, or like that whole that whole connection that yeah. they're going to make. Also Highgarden. Like, right. Um... Yeah, and so... Um, very interesting. That, and that's what I'm excited about to see is that alliance, because mm-hmm. Daenerys is is vast is greatly attracting allies where Cersei is losing them very quickly. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it's pretty much just the um, the King's Guard now, isn't it? The, yeah. Because the, uh, they lost yeah. High Garden. Well, and the Freys are right. Fighting well, the Freys, <laughs> right, Freys are gone. <laughs> um, yeah. So th- that'll be fun to watch. Yep. So then, you know, the episode ends with all of the ships coming together and sailing towards Westeros, and that was great. Yeah. Now, we, my prediction was for this episode that we would see the um, the Night King breaching the wall. Now, we didn't get that, but we did get an allu- um, a kind of a foreshadowing of what will probably happen. Uh, with before before the end of it was uh, when we had uh, Benjen and Marina. Um, when, uh, he, when, when, uh, was Benjamin was talking to him about like the magic that the wall has, that mm-hmm. it keeps the dead from passing through Yeah, that, that kind of illusion that it's probably going to be taken down at one yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, next season. <laughs> yeah. That was all during that whole vision with yeah. Ned. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And is it, is it true that there's only two more seasons left? I think it's just one actually. It, it's one season but it's broken up into two sections and yeah. it's going to be very short like it's going to be like eight episodes to all together hmm. um so you know strap in yeah well i'm ready and like this the, i mean this is one of the like the greatest shows i think like this is one of my favorite yeah. shows like i've really enjoyed it and you know i don't i don't want to see it drag on forever because you know that always happens with shows um so I mean, this season has been a, just a tremendous season in general, yeah. like uh, uh, just TV in general. Um, now, do you all think? I want to ask you both this question. So, this season was heralded as being really great because they weren't being slogged down by the books. They were able to kind of take their own pace and they really picked it up. Mm-hmm. Now that they only have one season left, do you think that they're going to pick up the speed? And if so, do you think it'll be too fast for them to tell the story they need to tell? Because I know everyone wants to leave the show because it's been a lot going on forever. Yeah. But um, do you think that it may be tied down by going, or maybe falter by going too fast to end the series? Like everything's resolved too quickly. Right. Because I mean, we have a lot. I mean, we have we have a bunch of battles left to fight. Yeah. We have characters that need to be wrapped up um, in their own regard. I mean, it'll probably it'll probably they'll spread it out like over time in the show. Right. Kind of, you know, like they'll skip around in the time. I, I think that's. I just looked it up, not to cut you off. Game yeah. of Thrones has two more seasons left. Two more seasons, but it's going to be shorter. Okay. Right. The next season is going to have seven episodes, and the season after that is going to have six episodes. 
Okay, so yeah, longer than I thought. But yeah, it's okay. going to be... Essentially, it's going to be a season, but just cut in half. Yeah. It's like a like a regular season, but cut in half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Brian? Do you think they're, they, they're going to go too fast? Are you worried that they're going to go too fast? I hope not, you know, because there's still a lot of characters left in the show, and there's still a lot of things that I don't want to see happen yeah. in the show. And I just... I don't... Like, well, my, well, my main idea next is, like... I'm, like, everybody want to know this, like, what's going to happen next? You know, like, where is Danny going to land? Like, is she going straight to the Iron Islands? Is she going straight to Dorne or what? Also, also, something else that them, another theory that I saw, and this, I didn't even think about this when I first saw it, but now it kind of hit me home. I forgot what season it was. But remember when Danny had that vision when she was actually in King's Landing and it was like snowing all over. It's the upon that winter has come, right? Oh, yeah. Does that yeah. mean that the White Walkers made it that far down? Because if so, that means the North fault that the North has fallen then. Hmm. Maybe, but I mean, it's already like the season. Like aside from the Walkers, I mean, the season itself has already is now they officially announced that it's winter. So um, that to me, I guess, is when the Walkers come or when you know they're they're able to come down. Um, so I I don't know. I for, I totally forgot about that vision. Yeah, I didn't say no because John knows about the walkers. I'm pretty sure he's not just gonna let them pass. And it's like, yeah, does he die again? You know, I I really hope hope not. No, so okay, so now it's winter in the show. So do we know like how it like how the winter is like in every part of the world? Like, does the winter really affect like King's Landing more more so than you know it would usually do? I don't know. I I mean that one. From the way they talk about it, it seems like it affects everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it just applies to the north. I think it's, I don't know how what what winter looks like in Dorne, but yeah, <laughs> Dorne is it's just pretty much a big freaking desert. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe that whole area, like King's Landing and, and North, is all probably uh, entrenched in snow. So. Oh, and Brian, she's she's going to Westeros. She's not going to Dorne because the Dorne ships are with her. Say that again. The, the Dorne Dor- is in Westeros. You mean the uh, the? Is it? I need yeah, to pull up a map. It's not like right, like you know, because when Aegon first conquered, he couldn't conquer Dorne, but it, it's a part of the Seven Kingdoms. Ah, well, hold on, let me pull up a map. Yeah, Dorne is a part of the Seven Kingdoms. I, the, like, the Iron Islands are the what's their the. Um, the, the Greyjoys. The right? They yeah. may. I don't know what's gonna happen when Euron meets up with them, um, or if what happened. They may have a big naval battle. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be good for her army, because <laughs> if Euron has a thousand ships, you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be a pretty big battle. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Trying to find Dorn on the thing. Um, but great season, great show, love it. Sad to see it so close to ending, but I'm glad it's being actually resolved and not um, pulled out. You know, yeah. walking dead. Well, once that's done, <laughs> yes. now you just gotta wait for George R. R. Martin to finish his books, and you get more. Well, you gotta read the whole book. Yeah, you gotta read the books. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so you guys have not seen the Batman vs Superman. Director's cut, but Brian, did you? You said you saw some of the scenes. I saw a few clips. 
Okay. Nothing like didn't really change my opinion, but I saw a few clips. Okay, so I think. Give me a quick rundown. Okay, the director's cut. Director's cut does change my opinion a little bit. Um, it it adds a lot more um, context to a lot of things. Um, for instance, the Africa scene in the um, original theatrical cut uh, really. Uh, like it's supposed to jumpstart everything going on with Superman. Like you know the 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 woman from the village is just like, yes, Superman came and he killed all the people and all of that. And you're just like, what are you doing? Like that, that he didn't, you know. It was like, and all these guys have bullet holes. And how did all these? It's just so many plot holes, right? Um, but all of that is pretty much explained in the director's cut. I mean, the director's cut is three hours long, and a movie doesn't really need to be three hours long. I mean, I don't mind watching that, but it's long, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that's the, that's still my complaint with this movie is just like, don't write a three hour long script and, you know, and, <laughs> and expect all of it to get into the theatrical cut. Like, that's, I mean, I mean, some of the things they cut, I don't know why they cut. For instance, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. Um, the, the, the woman from the village um, was lying. She was being paid by Luther um, to go and testify against Superman for killing the people in the village. That's a big thing, you know, because she was a big part of, like, all of this uh, um, legislature and all of this going up against Superman. Um, uh, there's also a thing in the beginning where um, the... Uh, the um, the Russian guy is burning the bodies of all of the people that he killed to make it look like Superman, uh, like heat vision them. Like, um, trying to think of some other differences. And I've lost my list, but, um, there's another thing with, uh, there's this whole, there's a lot more, uh, going on with Lois. Um, she's investigating more into, um, uh, what was good what was going on with the bullets and all that, and you get more out of it. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Okay, this is better, though. No. No, 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 it's better, because she um, she goes and she... Um, you know how um, everyone was thinking that that one girl that was cut from the movie was going to be um, Barbara Gordon? Yeah. Uh, um, she wasn't. She was just some lab technician, um, which, um, which was a bit disappointing, but it, who cares? Um, uh, but she was... Um, helping to analyze everything in the lab and all that, and then she finds out that the material um, in the um, the guy's wheelchair was lined with lead. So that's why Superman couldn't see the bomb. Um, there's, just, there's just a lot of little things cut out of the movie that I think would have um, filled some of the plot holes in the movie. So it makes it more cohesive, I guess, but there's still a lot of shit in the movie. I totally think that the editing is still bad um, because I I noticed it a lot more watching it um, again. the The whole scene leading up to um, Batman and Superman's conf- confrontation is ruined for me by the whole email shit um, because it <laughs> it happens like right before and it ruins the momentum going that's building up like all of this stuff is happening batman is lighting the um the uh, the bat signal and lex luthor is has kidnapped superman's mother and uh lois and um uh he throws lois off the building 
and Superman is like, I've got to go, I've got to go fight Batman. And then you're like, okay, let's go fight Batman for some reason, you know? And then, then it's just like, it cuts to Wonder Woman and then she gets an email from Bruce Wayne. I guess while he's standing there waiting at the bat signal, he just opens up his phone and sends her an email. And then she sits there and, and uh, like, opens up her laptop. While all of this momentum was being built up to the confrontation, she just sits there and opens up her laptop, looking through her emails. Oh, there's the photo. Um, uh, oh, oh, what are these? Oh, they're little teasers for the superheroes you'll see in the next movie. It, I hate it. I hate it. That's one of my... I hate it. <laughs> I also hate the, um, the, uh, like, the Mad Max, everyone is calling that, the Mad Max Batman scene, where it's an alternate future. It doesn't fit in the movie at all. Um, there's so many things that just doesn't fit in the movie. It's still a bad, still not, still not the great movie. It's enjoyable to watch. It doesn't need to be three Speak hours. Speak your mind, dude. Speak your mind. You, you yeah. You can say bad movie. Speak your mind. No, it, I mean, it is bad, like, for real. Um, but there's parts of it I enjoy, so I don't want to say it's awful, you know, because um, it is still cool to see, you know, Batman and Superman together, and then Wonder Woman, and, like, and that's what I was saying in our first talk about this. It's still really cool to see all of them together, you know, um, but it just sucks that this had to be it, you know. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> What would you what would you rate it now? It'd probably bump it up. Well, I don't remember what I rated it. You gave it first, a six out of ten. I gave it a six. You, at first, you gave it a seven. Then you gave it a week, and you said, you know what, not six out of ten. What would you give it now? I don't know. I'd probably still stay at a six. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had said five. I thought I was around a five. Not like even like a six point five. No, I mean, because in my mind, I thought I rated it a five, and so I was going to bump it up to six right now. Um. But no, let's just keep it at six because still, I, I I hate the whole the alternate future thing, vision from the Flash. Um, also, um, I don't know why they do it, but they make it look like Bruce was still asleep. But even though the papers are still flying around, you know what actually happened. So everyone's confused about did it happen or was it another dream? Was it a dream within a fucking dream? Is this fucking Inception? It's so annoying. Um, Bat-ception. Yes. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed. So I, I enjoyed it. parts of it, and the the um, the director's cut is more cohesive, but it's three hours long. Only watch it if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I probably will watch it just because yeah. you know I want to see what they originally had in mind. That kind of stinks when they have they they write too much, and then when they realize they have to cut it down, they can't mold the script to a, yep. a good size film. Um, so yeah, it just seems like it was wrought with issues from the beginning. Um, here's yep. looking towards uh, Suicide Squad and seeing if they... Yes, Suicide Squad. Not Justice League. I'm not looking forward to Justice League, sadly. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Just because uh, Batman I, v Superman put yeah, a I'm, sour I'm, taste I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm tired of Zack Snyder his movies and and i this whole thing was going around on the internet of just like uh sorry zach and all that everyone was apologizing on twitter for um berating him for batman v superman like suddenly this director's cut has um atoned for all of his sins like 
it's not it's not this isn't this isn't great <laughs> like it's still yeah. not great <laughs> well he's done enough films that he should i mean i know he's not all on his shoulders but um you know the people working should know that movies get cut down mm-hmm. you gotta write it to a sizable um and sizable. i i don't know why i mean i can't speak for like executives in hollywood or anything like that but like i don't know why they're doubling down on Zack snyder why why? That's 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 it. Um, there there's my little bit of rage. All right, take a break, <laughs> catch your breath. You know, <laughs> Batman vs Superman wasn't the movie that we was promised. No, I mean, uh, but yeah. it can get. But look, the positive thing about all this, it can't go nowhere but up, right? <laughs> I don't know. It, Justice League could be fucking awful. I mean, I like Batman vs. Super. I didn't like love it, love it, but I liked mm-hmm. it what it was because I liked some things in it, like the fighting in that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the Batman vs. Superman fight. I, I just could never get around to liking that when they yeah. fought Doomsday. That was pretty cool, you know. Yeah, and I- it was like it was like Zack Snyder. God damn, man, make a Dragon Ball Z movie, then we can talk. <laughs> yeah, no, he needs to make a dark, brooding Goku versus Frieza on. On the, uh, that other planet, and sure, whatever. Uh, yeah, they planet. Made, they made a Dragon Ball Z movie. It was great. And oh. shut the fuck up, Jared. <laughs> that did no, no, not no, happen. No, no. <laughs> it was a it was a family classic. No, <laughs> that movie is so bad. I went I went to the theaters and watched it, and I I I regret you watch decision. it in theaters. I watched it in theaters. I'm sorry. Well, no, they set that up for they set the the end of the movie up for a sequel. Like they set it up, like oh, Piccolo's still alive. Oh my god! <laughs> Just have M Night Shyamalan direct it. Oh no. Um. Well, yep. if you're not gonna go see the director's cut of Batman vs Superman, you, you can't get happy. Go outside and catch some Pokemon <laughs> with Pokemon Go. <laughs> you like that segue? Yeah, that was a great segue, like, Jared. Sweeping the nation. Sweeping the Canada nation. Canada don't have it, haha. Right. Oh, um, Canada doesn't have it? I know the UK just got it today. Yeah. There's um, an Eevee nearby right now. Uh, do we need to pause the podcast? Yeah, I need to, okay, I need to go. I, I mean, it's it's three steps away, so it'll be a while before I find it. Okay, guys, let's, let's, let's be serious. Yeah. Eevees are fucking everywhere. Pokemon Go. Jared? Yeah. Yes. You love that. You love it, right? I do, and I'm, it has issues, but I love the game. I, this is the game that they have been wanting to make since the inception of Pokemon. Cause the whole idea, it, it started off with the idea of going out and, you know, collecting things. You know, the guy, guy who created, I forgot his name. Um, like as a kid, he used to go out and collect bugs. Like that was his inspiration for Pokemon. And, but obviously the technology was not there for, at the time. And so, you just had to watch cartoons and play the Game Boy um, and collect cards. But this was now that the technology has progressed enough that now Pokemon can actually be exist out in the real world where people can go out and you know catch them in, in the real uh, world. Not obviously not real, but um, it's, it's you know, AR. You know. It's yeah, it's as close to the actual thing as you're probably going to get without putting in a VR headset on. Yeah, which no oh, one's going to wow. go outside. Blow my mind here. I didn't think of that. So, um, 
I love it. I love the way so far they've executed it. Now there've been server issues and a whole bunch of other bugs they need to work yeah. out like now, but um, <laughs> what they have now with their initial package, if I kind of put the issues, the bug issues outside and look yeah. at what they have to play it's with, good. it is a great game. It's good. Yeah. How do you like, feel about it, Justin? Um, I feel the same way. Like the crashing is annoying as shit because like you'll be, um, you'll be catching something in the middle of it. In the middle of it, you'll crash and you'll lose that. Yeah, that happened to me a couple times. Yeah, and then, um, and then um, also like uh, just random server crashes while you're doing stuff, um, disconnections all the time. Uh, those are those are um, the biggest problems with it right now. But all that will eventually f- be fixed whenever they work out all the server issues and all that. Um, the base game is good, I think. I don't think it's gonna last. As, cause, um, I mean, I do, just, just give, give me a moment. <laughs> uh, um, um, I don't think it's gonna be as big as it is right now, forever, um, unless they keep, uh, updating it and adding things to the game. Um, like, uh, whenever they patch it, they need to add a trading system. Um, I think that would be super beneficial for people kind of like out um that don't um out in suburbs and stuff like that who can't always get the rare pokemons but their friends can and stuff like that um uh and they need to add a battling system um but I'd prefer it to be a turn-based battling system like the game and not that not the clicky click thing that it is right now in the gyms um, that's just that's just me, though. You know, as much as I love to hate stuff, I gotta say I like the game. I really, really like yeah. it. You know, it helps me out during my walks. You know, I'm sitting there swiping up and down. Like it makes everything go so faster. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I got I get I get crashed every time I catch a good Pokemon. But yeah, I go back and get them. Some that fucking awesome. But <laughs> my one problem with this thing. Dude, <laughs> and this just might just be because the person I am. Do you think mm-hmm. people are really overhyping it? Um, I think there's a lot of pent up hype. I mean, yeah. I mean, because the people who are playing it now are they're, they're kids, but they're also the they're, they're people who grew up with Pokemon. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been waiting for this game forever. Um, and so these people who who maybe have you know watched the show as a kid didn't really touch it at all, didn't really play the games, but they remember that that childhood feeling of watching the show. Now this game comes out. It's something they can kind of reconnect. It's on their phone. It's near them. So I think the hype is 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 due. I don't think it's overly done. But I think what Justin said, it, it will die down because you know, just as apps do, you know, they die down um, after a while. But if they keep pumping in new features, I think it'll bring keep people the core there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's it's well earned. I mean. Um, you can see how much they've added in revenue um, just uh, or already. Four million last time, also. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think I think you gotta get you gotta remember like the reason like this is thing is so big right now is because they released it on all platforms except Windows phones. But why would you buy a Windows phone? Um, and it's free. Like it's free to play a game. Like yeah, you can buy buy the little coins or whatever. But I haven't done that. And I, I mean, I know some people are just to just to uh, do things do things quicker, but like I haven't done that, you know. And it's it's opened it, it's opened it up for everyone, and everyone's trying it. 
Right. Um, so with Ingress, here's what, so going back just to what you said about things you want to add, they have already alluded to the fact they are adding trading. That's Good. going to be something they're going to be adding soon. Um, what I was thinking, the PvP, a lot of people have been saying that the turn-based is something they want because it just I'm... harkens back to the Game Boy days. Yeah. Um, and the PvP is a big thing because obviously Pokemon was not just battling yeah. gyms, but just battling yeah. other trainers. Um, one I thing would... I thought was cool, just as an aesthetic thing, mm-hmm. so you can already do it already when you're battling, but when you, you can take pictures of the Pokemon out in, out in the AR, the augmented reality, Mm-hmm. But what they need to add is like a vanity type, uh, like sh- um, showroom type thing. So you already have the ones you've captured, but being able to like take a Pokemon you like or whatever, and use your camera to like pose it or take pictures uh, with it, yeah, kind of like a cool. po- like a Pokemon Snap type thing. Mm-hmm. I think people really like that just because it's you know it's a social thing cool. and um, just kind of like place them out in the world, you know. Right. Yeah, that would I be mean, cool. They're already going to sell the Pokemon Go Plus, which is the the hand bracelet. That uh, will buzz your hands. So you don't have to keep your phone on all the time. Oh, It'll buzz. I didn't know that. You. I didn't know that was happening. But if they sold like a little little disc or whatever that had like a QR code or something mm-hmm. or some sort of image that you could put that wherever, and that's when you put your camera up, that would be where like where your Pokemon would spawn, and you could take pictures of it. So like mm-hmm. this. So I don't know if you guys know what Yokai Watch is. It's yes. just Pokemon with with Yokai. Yeah. So they have this little coin that come with it. And you put it whatever, and it, this little guy in his little digital form. He'll, like, appear pop, on top of the thing. Yeah, he appears on top. So they could do something like that if they wanted mm-hmm. to, just make it, like, a universal one. Um, so I think that would be a cool thing to add. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of the cool things you could do with it. Um, but here's what I don't get. So it needs your G- – the reason why, like, you have to have your phone up all the time, it's a huge battery drain, which is another thing they need to solve. Um, <laughs> yeah, is, uh, it, it, like, it really is. I don't know if you ever, guys ever played Ingress, but it's the game no, that Niantic developed before this. That's what it's all based off of. Yeah. Um, Ingress, you could turn your, you could put your phone in sleep mode, and when you approached, as long as it was open and on your, like it was active on your phone, even if it was mm-hmm. in sleep mode, when you got near a portal, it would just make a, uh, it would either buzz, or if you had your headphones in, it would make the noise, and you could turn your phone on, mm-hmm. and it would do that. I don't know why with Pokemon you need to you, have it. It has up. to be active and running. Right. And just to even count your steps, which that's another problem, is I think the um, step counter for the, you know, like the eggs and all that, that just needs to be pulled from your pedometer in the phone. I don't know why that's not a thing, because that kind of sucks that, you know, that it's just got to be walking like this all day just to get those steps in. Yeah, you do have the the battery saver, but you still, I mean, you just, it just uh, blacks your screen out. Yeah, no, and it still has to be the main app running right so i think i mean i don't know if it's an issue with people cheating it and like getting in their car and driving uh, if that's what they're trying to combat um it's just kind of cheating the the step counter um but yeah it's it's really weird and annoying that you have to have it open because in i, I want to go out with some of my friends here because they go out at night and they 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 do all the, the big areas in town but you have to have an external battery for your phone <laughs> if you want to go more than an yeah. hour uh, which is kind of annoying, mm-hmm. but it's really cool, and I love. I mean, just I, I was telling you, you guys before the show, like just going out to the park and seeing like the park filled with people all playing and you know and interacting with people. Like, hey, I put a lure down on this uh, Pokestop. Like, just it's it's been really fun. 
Yeah. I, even some businesses have gotten in on it where um, there are a couple of reports like this one pizza joint. If you, depending on what level you were, if you came in to their shop, they would give you a free item. So like if you were level nine, they give you a free soda. Mm-hmm. If you like up at level like 21, they give you a free pizza, like a whole pizza. That's cool. Um, and so they're kind of incentivizing people to come in. Some businesses will put a lure because sometimes the Pokestop is on their business. Yeah. And they'll throw lures up there to get people to come into their shop. So yep. even they're getting in on it. So it's good. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we're at the hour mark and that wraps us up. Um, what shows are going on that we can talk about next? I don't even know. I've been watching Twin Peaks on Netflix. You guys should uh, watch that. <laughs> Now you're gonna break it back up, huh? <laughs> I think we need to get, we need to watch an anime. That's oh what I'm calling God! It. Oh God! Dragon Ball Super? <laughs> no, I'm I don't know. Okay, we'll discuss it off the show. Um, but thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, and I'm glad we're back doing the show. Um, it's probably gonna get busy again because school's starting soon. Um, fall fall starting, but. Who cares? Uh, We'll talk whenever we can. Thanks for joining us on the Spoiler Talk podcast. Uh, We'll see you next time. Go catch them all.